turn your cup out. There you go. Because it's a right-handed cup now. That's right. And I can use my left hand. I got really confused. I was putting one of those on one time, and the stamp was on upside down. And so I was like, oh, man, I put the sleeve on upside down. It's impossible to put those sleeves upside down because <laughs> they're tapered. So I was like, well, well I mean, this you can. is weird. It just it really changes things. <laughs> it really, it's like it's a hula a skirt. <laughs> it's like a little seat, a little, little seat skirt there. Elevates your cup. It does keep everything balanced. Jensen, this is what you're missing. I know you're, part of, you're excited to be part of this. It's 12.10. We're live on the YouTube and the Facebook, hopefully. We are I haven't checked on the... Uh, oh, yep, it says live. Oh, look, we're talking about our little hula skirt. That's what started this whole thing off. That's fantastic. They haven't, but it sounds really good. Alice says hello. Hi, Alice. What's up, Alice? Hey, Alice. We have everybody on camera today, so there's gonna be a lot of or on a microphone. Not everybody's Jensen's, on camera. Yeah. Dalton's off camera, but he does have a microphone. Say hello, Dalton. Hello, Dalton. Why am I saying hello, oh, Dalton? Oh man, that was a dad <laughs> joke. God, Steve, I set him up. All right, he's not allowed to talk for five minutes. That's his punishment. Don't look at the, don't look at the monitor. I can't say anything. Seth, Seth, I can't help it. I told him that's the downside of facing. This direction is, it's almost like the a straight needs shot. to be right under the would camera be nice. right or there. Or like even right in front of it, like a, like a good uh, teleprompter. Hi, yeah. this is Live at Lunch. This is Live at Lunch is a study for about the next 25 minutes where we discuss another Bible study and help you to walk through these different studies and different uh, issues in life. Uh, this time we're talking about studying your Bible. It's a foundational Thing for discipleship in your life as a Christ follower, and we want to help you to study your Bible. And we're going to we're using a video called "How to Study" or "How to Understand Your Bible." Uh, it's how to Jeannie, read your Bible? Is it read? Okay, fine. Read. There's another one called "How to Understand Your Bible." I know. That's, this one's just plain. Guy Miller is that Jenny Allen also? Not sure. Guy hey, Miller, Guy what? Miller. Hello, everyone. And then Melissa Sparks, Bjorgard, Bjorgard. I don't know. Bjorgard. Bjorgard. That's Hi. a beautiful name. That's my guess. Oh. I could be wrong, Melissa. Tell you, us what's going right. Yeah, can you phonetically or IPA <laughs> it for us? Or just say Dalton said it right or Steve said it right. That's also right here, yeah. right here. Just, uh, right here. Steve said it right. We have three cameras today. Look, show him Steve's camera. Steve's camera's right hey. here. Hi, everybody. Let's hey. <laughs> I kind of like this camera because now I'm off camera. I can do whatever I want. Thank you all for being camera. with us today. Man, we several jumped in. Well, we got seven. I like that. I like it. I, hey, you know what you should do? Let us share. know that you're watching. Yeah, We've only share it with your three. friends. And share with your friends, and they'll pop up on the screen. And if you are want to do the one thing that got us the most views ever was uh, somebody shared it to a really large Facebook group. Uh, I think it was begged by Barter Magnolia or something. Oh, that's right. They Very shared it confused that page, group And all of a sudden, like, 50 people were on, and we were going, hey, what in the world? This is fantastic. <laughs> and they all hey, dropped everybody, off promptly. Like, uh, we're not interested. But everybody should be interested in the uh, how to study your Bible, how to read your how Bible, to read your how to Bible. read your Bible, is what we're going with Jenny Allen, Right Now Media. You can get your own account of Right Now Media if you haven't already. Go to our website, m1bc.org. Click on the Watch tab at the bottom. It says Get Right Now Media. Click there. Fill out a form. You're done. It'll never cost you a thing. Uh, and they'll only send you very um, important information as far as new studies and things like that. But you can even opt out of that kind of email if you just don't want to receive emails. Uh, or Steve Dalton, people have thrown into the comments. One of these people have thrown into the comments. Yes, I'm about to. All of the ways that you can just do exactly what I said, but just from the comments on Facebook uh, and YouTube. We're available on YouTube also. We love YouTube as a platform for video uh, watching and viewing. That's the word I was looking for, viewing. And so um, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, go there. We're putting content up there. Uh, every service is streamed live there. You can find it. The archive is easy to find. Plus, we have our, our in one stories. There's lots of good stuff on YouTube. So go there, click on it, subscribe, hit the notification bell, 
ding, and you will get information. And, and that's the other best part on YouTube. You hit that notification bell. Every time we go live, you will automatically get a message that says, M1BC has gone live. I got it right here. Let's see. Uh, right. Let's see if I look at it like this. It says M1BC went live on the YouTube with Live at Lunch. Yes. It's pretty nice. Facebook doesn't do that for you. Yes, it uh, okay. does. Okay. Does it? It does it for me. No. You don't like Facebook. I Just say I it. I really I don't. I'm sorry. Don't I kick like us Facebook. off Facebook. I don't like it. Yeah, I like you it. You might ought to be careful. I know. Here. I don't want I don't want to Facebook, I like you. The Facebook people. <laughs> They've never done anything to me, but it's just harder to search for videos and stuff. Oh, it's impossible. And if I'm trying to get videos, it's fine. If I'm yeah. looking for what my neighbor had for lunch, that's a lot easier. Right. I think now that – did you say how to understand your Bible? Is that what you – Yeah, there is one I'm pretty so sure called how to understand your Bible. Session one is called understanding, understanding your the Bible. Bible. Right. But the Bible study, study itself, itself is, is called how, how to, read, to your read your Bible. Jen Wilkin and two other ladies, and I don't remember Jenny their names. Allen. Is Jen Jenny Wilkin one? Jenny Jen Allen. Wilkin. I don't know Why who do that I is. keep saying There's that? There's a Bianca Juarez Olfoff, Olfoff and Joe Allen. Saxton. All right, let's jump into it. So here's the thing. Jenny uh, Allen exclaimed, and I really resonated with me, she didn't really understand her Bible. She didn't understand how to read her Bible, what the Bible is all about until later in life. And yeah. I thought, man, I'm, I'm the exact same way. I've been in church since I was in third grade, like every week. I mean, I miss sometimes, but from the, really, since third grade, I've been to church all my life, and a you know, Christ follower, all that stuff, and I've been in Sunday school classes, and I've had Bible studies and things like that, and I can tell you that up until I was an adult, I didn't understand how it all came together, and I was trying to think, as she was talking about it, what, what was the reason for that for me? And I, I do remember that a lot of the times, context was a huge thing. Right in the churches yeah, I grew up absolutely. with, context was not something that they talked about. They just said, "Look at this. Here's the chapter." And I always wondered, man, how did they get there? How did they know that? How did they? Where did that? How did that fall in the flow? I thought it was all disconnected. Yeah. And and also, most of what was emphasized in me for me growing up was just scripture memorization. Right. Memorize scripture. This is very important. Memorize this verse. Memorize this verse. Yeah. And then we had Bible drills, and I was pretty good at it. I had good memory, so I could do it. But a lot of that left me. And hello, it wasn't Rita until Sue. later. Sorry. No problem. Hello. Just I like to say to, hello to the people that jump on. I know. When they tell us when they tell us that they're watching, I like that. Yeah. I like to respond. So and thank you. So I was thinking, I don't know how yours was, but like that that was that was sad for me. But when I remember I remember when it started to come together and it was like, wow. That's when the word became powerful. And I started to understand the Bible and the and the plan that God had all along yeah. for Revealing himself to us. Yeah, it wasn't until college for me when mm -hmm. I really, I think, began to take studying the Bible more seriously. Mm -hmm. um, and before that, it was just kind of, you know, a verse at a time. Somebody mm -hmm. would just pull a verse out and talk about it. or And I just never knew where I was. And I, I, I use this example all the time. One of my favorite things to do when I'm traveling, hiking, or whatever is get on a map and see where I am and zoom mm -hmm. out yeah. and get the bird's eye view. Yeah, sure, that 35,000 like foot Because I see what's around me. Oh, mm -hmm. there's a lake over here to my right or mm -hmm. whatever. Anyway, and, and that's what we need when we read the Bible. We need to be able to pull back and go, okay, what is the bigger context of yep. this one verse that yep. I'm looking at right here? Yep. 
to help me understand this one verse that I'm looking at right here, or to understand this chapter, this book, you know, so you need that, you need that zoomed out view of the Bible as a whole. You need to know that it's one theme right. throughout, but you also need to know, okay, what is what was going on in this moment? Like, for example, Genesis. We, yeah, Genesis, What's going right? going on in this chapter? This is sad to admit, but <laughs> as a kid, I thought, well, obviously, like, Adam and Eve must have wrote Genesis because well, they were there. Right. You know, like, and so <laughs> who else would have wrote, you know, known? And it was, it was not until later where it was like, oh, Moses was inspired. He wrote that based on, and he gave us as big, as best mm -hmm. a picture as God gave him. Right. To understand that and to write those things down. And they were... Big into oral tradition. That's right. I believe so. Well, that's until the, he wrote it down. It it had just been handed down orally. You know, how it was uh, it was written down in minimally all the way up until uh, through the New Testament. And I was reading something today. One of the studies I'm doing, uh, they talked about how it wasn't until the fourth century that it was okay to have the Bible, and that it started being more more mass-produced, but produced more on, on a grander right. scale. The first four centuries, it was nonstop persecution, and they were burning copies of Scripture as much as possible. So those, it was their oral tradition that allowed it to stay, right. say, obviously, the Holy Spirit's well, movement. But And the fact that not many people actually could read, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Right? That's right. And that's why and they so were afraid they were of it so much. Yeah, they were dependent on the oral tradition. But yeah. all of that to say... You know, in college, when I began to get some context for what I was reading, um, it made it come alive. And I was a history major, and so the Old Testament history books I loved, mm -hmm. and I still do to this day. Yeah, I I love the history portions: First and Second Kings, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Chronicles. Um, of course. Samuel. Pretty much the Pentateuch, uh, Genesis, yeah. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Uh, some of those are less history and more, I don't know. Particulars. But, but I, I do. I love I love the history of it all. And, um, and the other part of, of, of studying the Bible that she got into is she gave a good overview. And then she said, okay, what we're going to look at is we're going to look at the inductive study method. right? Mm -hmm. She just gave a way. There's a lot of different ways. But the inductive right. study method is a good basic way. To start, as you're reading scripture, what are you observing? What do you know about the context of where it is, right? What are, what are the things that are being brought into this story? What are the things, uh, for example, um, I remember as a, as a teenager, some, uh, somebody I was listening to said, he started a verse and one of the verses is, therefore. And he said, hey, you got to remember, what is therefore, therefore? Right. And if you don't know what therefore is therefore, you better go backwards and figure out right. what is it he's talking about. Because without that therefore, you don't understand mm -hmm. what's happening moving forward. And that's a critical component of observation yeah. is knowing what the context was. Who was it write, being written to? Right. Who was it reading, being written about? What was happening there? Who were the who are the characters involved? Yes. Because that, that does play into the understanding. That's why so many people take Scripture out of context, because you can proof text whatever you want. You can make it say whatever you want if you're not paying attention to what is being what was happening around those times. Right. It's, it's, in, it's intriguing. Yeah. It's, and not everybody in the past, not everybody has had those tools, 
But man, we have no excuse. You have no excuse today, right? Yeah, like first, second century so people, simple. they so if they remember to, the people, they remember yeah. it, but they didn't have the Google yeah. to be able to but pull up I would a bunch also, of things. I'm I'm still careful when I Google. Like I look mm -hmm. to see who is writing this, right? Because Where did it come from? Somebody could take you way off the reservation as far as theology or Easily. doctrine. Easily. So you really have to trust. You Can have you, to know and trust. Whoever it is you're that's saying, telling you. You're saying, Steve, <laughs> hold on. You're, hold the phone. Everybody just take a breath for a second. You're saying that the little things that I see posted on Facebook might possibly have a little <laughs> something else to them. I can't just trust those straight <laughs> yeah. on the surface. Don't click on everything you see and Oaks. don't open every email. That's going to change. That you see, my, my, my mom has gotten really good about texting me or emailing me forwarding me an email and Steve what do I need to do about this email nothing mom don't nothing. touch you it. need to don't do anything hit the trash button on that one and maybe don't forward it to me again because <laughs> now I have it all in my inbox oh. thank you appreciate now, that she's it's you, you have to be careful ever, there's, you have to be there's careful mean and wicked people out there there who, are that are that, listen that's scriptural yeah they're they're constantly trying to push you in the, a direction that's opposite of where God wants you to be so the second thing, after observation, obviously interpret. Where does the interpretation lie? What is the the language? What is the... Mm -hmm. What does it mean? Yeah. That, and that's, you know, as soon as she said that, that's the tricky part. Because interpretation... Your culture... Clearly, I can interpret it differently than you can or anybody else. And so... You know, again, you kind of have to bring in more resources and say, traditionally, what has the church said? Mm -hmm. How has the church interpreted this? Yeah. You know, and there may be some outliers that, uh, you know, that have a completely different interpretation. You're kind of like, whoa, where'd that come from? Um, generally, there'll kind of be a consensus, I think. But you have to be careful because there are people out there who say, well, this is how I interpret it. And so this is what I'm going to run with. And That's that right. could take you on a completely different path. It could take them on a com completely well, different path. So just to go back to Sunday, uh, if you didn't have a chance to catch our services on Sunday, Pastor Daniel yes. Rowland preached a powerful message on uh, salvation and his favorite <laughs> scripture in the Bible, Ezekiel, which led to uh, the reality of what the Holy Spirit's role is in uh, our own salvation. And he was talking about, you know, our traditional beliefs, a lot of people's traditional beliefs are based around what some people said and not necessarily what Jesus said. Yeah. And you can, you can manipulate a lot of things and get people to believe certain things, but, man, when Jesus is clear about it, there shouldn't be any, yeah. any question. That's where you have to be careful and, be, and it gets yeah. a little dangerous because you've you got to make sure you know what, what was said, first off. What did, what did Jesus say? What did the Scripture say about mm -hmm. it? And then what are other people saying that their interpretation is? That's, that's where we have yeah. to be very careful. I, you know, man, it's such a tricky thing, and you really have to listen to the Holy Spirit, have humility when approaching the Word. Yep. Because when I was in college, there was a, there was a man, uh, I don't remember his name, but he kind of exploded on the scene and began having these huge seminars, and 
he would read scripture and he would read a verse and he'd look up and he'd say, no, I didn't say that. The Bible said that. Hmm. But his interpretation, how he would explain that. That was, was his interpretation was of what he said. Enough off the, the beaten path to, uh, it allowed a lot of people in a, in a different direction. But that's, that was the confusing thing because he would say, I, now I'm just reading scripture. Mm-hmm. Because but he, yeah. he's telling you how he interpreted that scripture, and it was questionable. Or, it had a spin to it. He was yeah. leaving out certain elements. That, yeah, context. Yeah, and, his therefores were missing. Yes. Well, and yes. that's one of the reasons, man. I love, I love obviously Billy Graham. When you listen to Billy Graham speak, it was simple. It was, it was contextual. It was straight out of scripture. Mm-hmm. Right. I love Charles Stanley for that reason. You listen to Charles Stanley preach, and it's just, it's so good. And you go, man, I knew that, but I'd not thought of it that way. But the reality was he said the same, he says the same thing constantly. He'll tell you, I'm not, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. I'm just speaking the truth of what the scriptures teach. And I want to be simple enough. God, here's what I was telling this to somebody this morning. Uh, God is so complex and he's so, his ways are so beyond our ways that he realized, I got to make this really simple for Mm -hmm. him. And yet, for some reason, we try to make it more yeah. complex. And that's when we all get off. off. Yeah. God's like, no, I, just, I made this simple because you're simple-minded yeah. little human beings. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that complicated. Yeah. But we it's, make it complicated and we add our own stuff in to fit what we really want. Right. All right. So that turns us to an application. Once we know what we've observed. Yeah, once we've once part. we've observed, once we've interpreted, how do we apply mm-hmm. to our lives in the way that we act, in the way that we think, in the way that we operate and, and treat other people. Treat other people. The application all the rest of it is unimportant without an application. Mm-hmm. Right? If all we did was sit up on a mountain and learn everything we could about the Lord and, and interpret and observe, interpret and observe, interpret and observe, but we never put it to use, we're missing the boat. In a great way. Well, and I can't help but think of the verse, and I quote this verse often in my prayer on Sunday mornings. Let us be not merely hearers of the word, mm-hmm. but doers of the word. You know, you can hear it all day long, but if you step out from where you heard it and you don't act on it and you don't live according to it, yeah. What good is it's like a man who looks at his face in a mirror, and when he walks away, he forgets what he looked like. That's what James tells us. So maybe that's why I look in the TV so often. Steve, do you remember <laughs> when remember me and Tyler him. sang "Man in the Mirror" when yes. Ed was doing a sermon on yeah. that scripture passage? That yeah, was fun. I know. We duetted on the piano. Yeah, I loved it. That was fun. Do we, we talking about like the Max, Michael Jackson? Yep. Yeah, we're oh, talking about Michael Jackson. We're talking about yeah, like really Dalton and Tyler circa 2012. Oh, well, you didn't have your big boy voice. Yeah, they both then. sat at the no, piano. I, do, I, do I have my big <laughs> voice yet? big boy voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we he sat at the piano. You don't crack near as often anymore. For those of you who might not know, that was Dalton on a yeah, Dalton's over microphone here. behind the scenes. Right there. He's over here, but He's like further away. He's playing producer Dalton today. That's right. He, but he, we gave him a mic so he could add in like that. That's kind of fun. It's like a radio. Yeah. And on the podcast, which you can find on uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you pick up your podcasts, you won't know that he's not off on screen. That's right. Because That's, it's just audio. Could just be another voice. That's right. It's the just room. the other voice. And everybody's like, well, he didn't talk very much today. Well, it's because he's over in the corner. 
for this yeah. case. <laughs> they put me in the corner. You remember last week when I got like three strikes? That's this right. is what happens, y'all. Yeah. Ah, that's exactly right. I didn't do this on purpose, but it sure worked out that way. Yeah, we got I three he, strikes he last week. He made it feel like it was my idea, however it was his idea. Way over there in the corner. <laughs> And I gave him a mic because I'm nice and graceful, but I told him he had three strikes. Now but I'm still close enough to throw we this knife have, at you. We also have producer Noah who didn't get a mic. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want a mic. So you I've given him one, but he doesn't have a mic. He, I, the truth is, he, yeah, he, right now he's like, please stop talking about me right now. Oh, Lori Burns says we need a redo of Man in the Mirror. We're going to get That's Tyler right. I think here. that's a great idea. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. I'm t- oh, not now. Yeah. Later. I, I, that was on key. That was good. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> He does really good when we do camera tests and you stand at the keyboard and you kind of sing and you move around. It's better than any of us have ever done. That's he right. does a really good job. I just have no idea. what I need one of those yeah. pianos that plays by itself. Yes. I could really do back there. And then I'd need somebody singing for yeah. me. So it's like a whole Manili Vanilli thing. Milli Vanilli. Milli Vanilli. That's right. Milli yeah, Vanilli. they're the ones that yeah. did the big lip syncing yes, scandal back in there. I don't know what y'all are talking about. So you but it's Vanilla, it was, not Vanilli. No, it's okay. Milli Vanilli. And it was, it was probably <laughs> the late 80s, right? Somebody else help me out there 90s, on Facebook land. Let us know. Was it 90s? Because he was born in the, in the 90s. 90s. He doesn't remember it. He was a child. I think Millie Vanilli. It's a big deal. Even 90s. if it was the early 2000s, I was homeschooled. I wasn't That's allowed true. to watch you anything. Definitely, you definitely wouldn't have known anything about it. Shout out to Mama MTV. right there. That was MTV. Oh, gosh. Shout out oh, to yeah. Mama Lear. Yeah, yeah. she Mama would Lear never have let me. She still thinks, bubble. I mean, I'm 30 and she still won't let me watch Harry Potter. <laughs> as long as you live in my house, you follow my rules. Yeah, That's right. what she said. She's, <laughs> He's like, I want to move out. <laughs> All right, let's look at Hebrews 4.12. It says, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between uh, soul and spirit. I couldn't read my own writing. Between joint and marrow, it exposes our innermost desires. Thoughts and desires. That's that what I... That's incredible. That's a powerful tool, and that's mm-hmm. why it's that's why scripture is so important to yeah. understand. It's why scripture is so it's so important for you to dive in mm-hmm. with some type of study method, so that you don't just read the words and go, mm-hmm. "Okay, I read the Bible for like ten minutes today." Right. Because that doesn't. I mean, it. The word of God never returns void, and the Holy Spirit can work through any way. But if you're a Christ follower, you should be diving deeper than just yeah. getting your time in. I, you know, from way back, I remember people talking about, you know, meditation. And I'm not talking about Eastern mysticism meditation. I'm just talking about meditating on the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And the example they used so often uh, was a cow chewing its cud. Mm. And they talked about how a cow would chew up the grass, swallow it. And they regurgitate it, chew on it a little bit more, swallow it's, it. That's gross, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time really listening to this analogy. It's, but the camel did that last year. Clyde the camel, he, was, he had a serious problem with his cud. Ooh, he yes, just kept he did. kicking it up and kicking it back down. It stunk so bad. All right, go ahead. Like, Sorry. Not, anyway. Yeah, I know it's real. That's, that's what we need to do with the Word of God. So if you take a verse like this verse and you want to meditate it, you want to, throughout the day, bring it back up, yeah. chew on it a little bit. And, you know, one of the ways somebody told me uh, or taught me was just emphasizing different words in the Scripture, Hmm. you know. For the Word Word. of God is alive and powerful. And stop and ruminate and meditate on that Word, Hmm. Word, uh, the Word of God. It's not just anybody's Word. This is 
the king this of is creation. God's word. This is the creator's word. Right. It, it, it's probably important. That's pretty important, and it's alive. Yeah. Which means it can speak to you. And just sit and ruminate on that over and over throughout the day, just kind of, you know, I've, I've heard Daniel say it. I've heard my wife say it before, you know, where they were reading a scripture and they just couldn't go any further. They just, they were reading, you know, a, a chapter or a book or whatever, and they just got hung up on this verse and they're like, oh my gosh. And they just stopped and they yeah. just, just stayed on, it the on whole that day. one verse, you yeah. know. So. Then look at Second Timothy three sixteen Ooh, and seven. One of my favorites. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. Yeah. So that goes back into the application part of it. We we need to understand what we are to do. Because our sinful nature is going to send us on a, we may be thinking, and this is one of, I think, one of the big flaws of our culture today, and I see it in a lot of younger people, they, they know that they should be good, they know that they should be kind, they've been taught to do all of those things in manners, and they say thank you, and they say uh, please, and they, they're kind to people, and they give to the poor, and they, they help where they need to, they serve, but they have no reason behind it. Right. They're just doing good works there needs to you need to understand that why why are we called to good works it's not just so that we can do good things it's so that god can be glorified right so that he can be made known so that the love that he have for us has for us can be made known good works are great but why why are you doing them yeah i mean yeah you don't As believers, we don't want to just be moral people for the sake of being moral people. Right. You know, this is about righteousness. And I love that phrase in that verse. It says that all scripture uh, is Mm -hmm. profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correct. This is the New American Standard. I'm sorry. This is the way I memorized it. This is the way I memorized it. But teaching for reproof, correction, for training in righteousness. If you want to. Take the righteousness that God has given us through Jesus, and he has imparted it to us, Mm -hmm. and live it out. One of the ways you do that is is through Scripture, training in righteousness. You're just, you're reading the Scripture. You are training yourself in righteousness. You're, You're training yourself in right living. I heard, oh, what's her name? It's Tony Evans' daughter. Uh... I know everybody out there knows. Hey, yes, first commenter gets a gold star. <laughs> she's uh, a, she's a Bible teacher. She just spoke at Passion. Yeah, she's uh, amazing. But she Hannah talked said about it was her favorite speaker. She called it Chelsea loves her too. She <laughs> called it either right side living or upright living. And she talked about this boat that's on this little pond next to their house. And the boat, a lot of the time, would just stay upside down on the grass, you know, so it didn't get rain in it and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And she said every time we would go over to get in it, she said we pulled up and there's always something yeah. un- under the boat. Sometimes Her name is Pris- Priscilla Schreier. Priscilla Schreier. Anyway, Selena said it. Selena. Thank you, Priscilla. Selena. Priscilla Gold Schreier. star for Thank Selena. You. Way to go. Priscilla Schreier, yes. So she calls it up right side living or something. Anyway, basically we're exposing ourselves. We're saying, Lord, here I am. You know, this is, uh, I'm not trying to hide anything. Right. Um, You're you're only, you're only as sick as your secrets. That's a comment. I Mm -hmm. mean, a 
a quote I heard a long time ago, and uh, I've always loved that. You have secrets. You can be a, a very sick person with those secrets. So to the outside world, secrets. God knows your heart, and that's it, yeah. that's the thing. Where again, if you're a Christ follower, there's no closet in your life that he doesn't exactly. know what's behind the door. Hey, Selena also said that verse, which I don't know which one she's referencing, but that verse Second helped me to realize three, why scripture, scripture is so important in my life because it's alive, because it's God's breath. That's right. The Holy oh. Spirit will help me to understand That's it. Four, so four. awesome. Makes a person want to read the word always. It's good for everything. That's right. And it, made me, it reminded me, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we did Psalm 119 for a lot of weeks during the summer. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it during the summer? We did Psalm 119? Yeah. 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 I mean, listen, you want to see the power of of scripture in someone's life, read Psalm 119 and you can see how much it meant to David yeah. and how passionate he was to King David. Talked about it in every verse. Every verse. Of he all used a different word for scripture in every verse. Every one. And that's, that's the passion that we want to have. Yeah. You can go back on our Spotify playlist or on our <laughs> Live at Lunch podcast. You can download all of the Psalm 119 studies from Live at Lunch. It's pretty good. It was a funny, funny time. Uh, but it was also, I think, we've centered on the fact that David was passionate about the word and we need to be passionate about the word. And it comes down to how we read the Bible Mm -hmm. and how we understand the Bible that helps to build that passion in us. Because once you start to, like Selena just said, once you start to see those things, you get fired up, you get excited and you can, your passion comes alive and the power that's in the word starts to really work through you. And next thing you know, you're just in it and you're working and then you say, and then you take what's in it and you put it to work for you. Right. And God opens those doors as you prepare your heart and prepare your mind for what's in the scriptures. People in your life will start popping up and you're like, oh, well, I can use this. Oh, hey, I was just reading this in the scriptures today. It's amazing how God uses that. Right. Brings that to the forefront because you took the time to chew the cud in a very gross way by the way why listen (laughs) again you'll remember that uh, you will we're going to use it and every time we're going to kind of up chuck a little bit as we go nope oh you know what okay no that's a good way to look at it right to help us remember throughout the day we need to stop and evaluate how we've been doing on that how and and, and, look in the mirror pull that back up that's right because it's it's a relationship though it's it's the difference between a religion and a relationship and you think about when you're first getting to know someone, you spend a lot of time talking and learning about them. And I had this conversation with my daughters two nights ago. I said, hey, how do you know what God's voice is? How do you hear God's voice? And, of course, they pointed at me, and I was like, well. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Um, okay. Thank you. Okay, that's a fun story, Dalton. <laughs> no, I just want to say oh, I'm doing a really good job. But I was though. like, no, it wasn't. It was bad. Kids it was like, I'm not, you realize I'm not God, right? We're just establishing that, right? But it was, uh, it, no. It, that's what it was, you said when you were really angry at us the other day. <laughs> listen I'm to the me. Word, you listen to me. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Uh, but God's word, it's a relationship. So if we're interested in learning and knowing God and walking with him, it's, I was reading about this morning, walking with God, not just being still, but also walking with him and doing things. It's his word. Mm-hmm. Well, and so you said, you know, when you get into, when you first get into a relationship, you're trying to learn about all these other people. I would say, you know, I've been married to my wife for 22 years. You know what she likes the most? When I send her little text messages throughout the day, just to go, hey, what's going on? How's it going? Just checking in. How's your day going? That's the type of thing we have as a relationship. We, why do we not do that same thing with God? Why do we not stop and go, mm-hmm. how am I doing with not? He doesn't need you to go, what up, God? He needs you to say, okay, how, what have I done today, 
right? This is, I say this, there's four tenets of discipleship. The first one is engaging with God. How do you stop during the day and go, okay, so far this morning, I have, I have been on this path and God has been over here. I need to drift. I need to work my way mm-hmm. back to where God has put me for this day. And you can't do that if, if the first thing you do in the morning is go, all right, God, bless me today. See you tomorrow. Right. Because you don't know where you are throughout the day. You're not intentional with where you are, but stopping throughout right. the day and going, okay. I feel like today has been a, an okay day. Or, man, I've had a lot of really negative thoughts today, and I've, gotten, I've been using my own, yeah. working on my own power. I need to get back to under God's power. Man, that's... You talked about that at the end back. of last year, the daily office. That's right. The that daily you, office. You stop and... It's, it's going back to the mirror, as yep. James said. And I had a, a great illustration of that when I was in high school. A friend of mine, our senior year, said, hey, let's be in the, let's be in the uh, play this year because, you know, the drama department always did a big play, uh, I guess, at the end of the year or whatever. So I said, all right. So we were both in this play. And after the last, I guess we did it two or three nights, I don't remember. But after the last one, we had a cast party. Mm-hmm. And we went to our local theater in the tiny town of Burleson, Texas. And, uh, and that's where we had our cast party. And we just went straight from the play to the cast party, makeup still on. And when I went home after that cast party, I stopped at a convenience store to get some gas or something, and I walked in the convenience store, and I saw a guy that I knew from high school, just an acquaintance. We just knew each other. We'd just see each other in high school. Weren't friends, didn't know him or anything. But I just remember he was just looking at me like, had the funniest look on his face, and I was like, what is your deal, dude? Hey, buddy. We're standing there waiting to pay, and he's just looking at me, and it wasn't until I got home and went in the bathroom that I realized I still had all this makeup yeah. on. <laughs> and I'm sure he was like, what have you been doing on yeah. this Friday night? Or... Steve took a bad turn <laughs> after high school. But that is the importance of getting back to the mirror of the word on a regular basis. Yeah. Because we got to continually check in and see about right yeah. living, about upright living, uh, That's whatever why, Priscilla you know, we, called it. We've talked a lot about... we. People don't come to church as much as they used to. But it used to be everybody coming to church and that was their check-in. Right. That's not enough. Right. And now if you're only checking in once every two or three times yeah. a month or yeah. maybe even every two months, man, yeah. it's a day, this is a daily, multiple times a day thing. Discipleship is not easy. Following Jesus is not easy. But this is, this is what we've given our life to. This is what we've said. Hey, God... I want to follow you. I want to turn away from my mm-hmm. old sinful nature. And as Daniel said so eloquently, we were dead. Right. And our old life, if you've turned and followed Christ, your old life is now dead, which means there has to be a change. Yeah. There has to be a change of heart. There has to be a change of mind, a change of action. And, and there has to be a change in the way that we read and understand the Bible. And, and we, have to be, we have to be more uh, willing to, to get into it, right? to understand it, and not just take it at surface level and read it and just say the words and move on. But it is hard. You're right. R- Rita said, I love when I begin to see patterns throughout the Old Testament, but that brings up the Old Testament. Think about all the people that were very not very far removed from creation or from the birth of their Savior. They were hearing the prophecies firsthand, and yet it was hard for them. Still hard. Israelites, they... They literally followed a big thing of fire through the 
Red Sea. <laughs> and then, like, a minute later, like, you know what? We need to be back over there in slavery because right. this guy, he, we don't know where right. he is. Or, right. hey, Moses is gone for a couple of days. Let's build some you altars. Know what we need? <laughs> Golden cow. That's what we need. That's going to save us. That's right, because that's clearly what he wanted. My favorite passage, my favorite phrase in that story is when, uh, let's see, who was the... Who was the one he left in charge? Aaron. Aaron. When Aaron said, hey, we just took all this jewelry and threw it in the fire and out popped That thing this. popped out of there. <laughs> it was a heck of a thing. You should have seen it. Really, Aaron? Hmm. Really? Does it look like I was born yesterday? All right, so here's what we want you to do. We want you to, no matter where you have been or you are on your Bible journey, I want you to think back to your history, right? I assume we don't have a lot of toddlers watching this show. We all have a history in regards to our Bible reasoning and, and hearing Bible verses. And maybe you're like me and you, all, you, you spent a lot of time <coughs> memorizing Bible verses, but you didn't really understand what was happening yeah. in the Bible verses. So you, uh, I extended the time, by the way, Dalton. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so whatever it is, Whatever your history is, I want you to just take some time to write it down. And, and like, what were your preconceived notions about the Bible? What are they currently? And how do they need to, to be realigned to, to what God wants us to understand about his word? Right? What are we learning? How are we growing in our understanding of who God is and what his word is, that is mm -hmm. teaching us? And how can we put that into our lives? Yeah. That Henry Blackaby used to call that the plumb line. Mm -hmm. You know, you use a plumb line in building, which is a, it's a heavy weight that's attached to a string. And it made them build straight walls and straight corners and, uh, and all of those things. And God's word is the plumb, plumb line. And we need to get back, just like you were saying, yeah. back, back in line. In line. Back in line. Uh, you know, there is a path mm -hmm. that he has created for us that I love um, is Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and 10. Um, uh, gosh, it's by grace you're saved through, through faith. faith. That not of yourselves work. is a gift of God, lest any man should boast. Um, and what is, what is verse 10? It talks about he has, he has set a path before us, mm -hmm. basically. And it's, it's the path that we need to be on, but we have a tendency to to want to get off the path and get muddy and get into the thorns and the brambles and all those things. And God, God has given us a path to walk. Mm -hmm. And if we'll just stay on that path, we stay out of the mud, yep. we stay out of the thorns. And, and it's super hard. Yeah. I mean, just again, the Israelites were walking with God every day. And yet, what, when did they get off and out of balance when they got away from that? Yeah. When they lost their, mm -hmm. their path. Uh, and I stopped listening. And it usually, yeah, when, when, they, when they started bringing in other things from the outside, the Asherah poles and all those, and Baal worship and things like that, it, it threw them off. We're probably not bringing in other things to officially worship, but we have so many other things in our lives that, that we do truly worship because we give our time and our treasure to it and our hearts are following those things. And so we truly are worshiping mm -hmm. those things. It may not be some cow that was made out of gold, <laughs> but it's usually a... Yeah. Brick made out of glass. <laughs> Lori Burns we said, we witness following. God do amazing things and quickly forget and start to doubt. Yeah. Yep. And that is humanity. That is since the fall, that is humanity in a nutshell. It's nothing that's changed. There's no difference in first century Christ followers, in yeah. pre-Jesus uh, Israelites. That's Abraham. <laughs> I mean, everybody 
in history, that's our sin nature that draws us away from mm -hmm. the truth of who God is. Right. And that's why it's so important daily to be in the word and to be in community with God right. to help you stay on that path. All right. Great discussion. And that we want to help people stay on that path and we want to get you started. So the Seth, talk to us about the connect voice. number. <laughs> the faceless voice. Hey, uh, yeah, connect number. I like the faceless voice. It's pretty cool, actually. Oh, 281 343 Apparently, the faceless voice likes to push us back Sorry, on. I don't, I don't know, know what why. the problem is. I just He's want you to stop that... calling me the faceless voice, probably. <laughs> 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 I think that's what it is. 281 343 You can text anything you want to that number, uh, but we do want to connect with you. We want to pray for you. Uh, we, we, we just want to be here for you. Whatever is going on in your life, we want to. To, to help walk through that with you. If you're looking for a community, if you're looking for a group, you can text us at that number or you can send us an email. Our first names, Steve, Seth, Dalton, <laughs> at m1vc.org, and we would be happy to connect with you uh, at any time. Um, I go to bed at about 9.30, but I'm up at 4.30, and I'll send you a message <laughs> if you send it to me between those other hours. Uh, so, and these other guys have different hours. They'll send you times too, but we truly do want to help you in your walk and understanding and reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. I uh, hope I hope that the number of people watching today and who stayed with us. Yeah, way to go, everybody. Fantastic. The whole thing. And it's longer is today a, than usual. Is a, is a testament to what the study is because everybody everybody wants to know, they know how to they read the Bible. To. They Absolutely. want to, you know, and... And the truth is, listen, there's a lot of great resources out there. We've talked about it. You have to be careful sometimes when you mm -hmm. Google. I'll tell you one resource that is really good, and that is the Bible app. If you don't have the Bible app and mm -hmm. you're not in there, they have, they have really upped their game in the Bible app. There's, there's so many plans out there. You can do them with friends. I'm always available. If you want to do a plan, start it. Invite me to it. I'll jump on it, and I'll, I'll read it with you, and we'll, we'll have a conversation throughout that. It's, it's a super cool thing. Ben. I want to give a shout-out on that Bible plan. There's a really great one that I found. And uh, it's, it is a little long, okay? It's the Bible in a year. But there's a devotional part. Days. And what's it called? It's, I'm looking for the name. Oh, Bible in One Year uh, 2022 with Nikki Gumbel. Nikki Gumbel. He's going to throw it in the comments on Facebook. And it, but it has it a devotional in it. And it's it takes you through thematically. And it talks about, That's it just cool. talks about the reference. So mm -hmm. it kind of talks about what we're talking about right now. It gives you the context for the situations and kind of picks apart little things inside each chapter. Right. Um, Helps you to understand and observe the context of where you are and what was happening in those days. That's, that's super cool. I want to share my favorite Bible resource if I may. Yes. And he goes, the Bible. It's called <laughs> bibleproject.com. And it's, it's also uh, an app that you can download on your phones, your smartphone. Um, these guys at Bible Project made, uh, have been making videos for several years to help you get that bigger picture of a book in the Bible that we've been talking about, like they, and they're usually seven or eight minutes. So they'll take the book of Genesis and they zoom out and they give you the bigger picture. And so many times when I am reading a book of the Bible, I go and I watch their video and I'll watch it several times as I'm reading just to zoom out and get the big picture of that book again. And uh, it is one of the most valuable resources. They've got a video for every book of the Bible and now they've come back and they do themes like they'll talk about the Holy Spirit 
or righteousness or the priesthood of the believer, or they take topics like that. And uh, just a fantastic resource, BibleProject.com. It is fabulous. And there's there's also a million different uh, devotionals from BibleProject.com on version. Uversion has, or the Bible app has a ton of Bible projects. That's right. Yeah, they're, they're all on there yeah. too. So you can see all the ones he's talking about. Yeah, if you go uh, to videos in the Bible app, if you go to, um, I think it's on the bottom right. Oh, come on now. Yeah, it says more. And then videos. There's all kinds of videos, but the ones that are from Bible Project. I think usually just say a, 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 like Luke, Song of Songs, Ecclesiastes. I think these are all, no, that's spoken gospel. That's a different one. But here's one. I don't know if you can, you can't really zoom you in on zoom it. Today. It says Wisdom Series. That's, that's Bible Project. Um, anyway, but BibleProject.com. It's a great, great resource. resource. Fantastic resource, verified and validated right here by our Master of Divinity, Steve Ray. <laughs> Master uh, of Divinity. I can guarantee you it's good stuff. Uh, all right. So, listen, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you for sticking in there today. And uh, don't forget, man, share this on your Facebook feed. Help help it to get out to other people because there's lots of other people that are out there that, that they really want to read their Bible, but they just don't know what to do. So maybe share this with them. Uh, we'd appreciate it, but I, I know that your friends would also. So uh, thank you for joining us today. Hope you have a great week. We will see you again next week, 1210, for Live at Session Lunch. Two Session 2 week. of How to Read Your Bible. You guys have a great week. We'll see you later. Bye-bye, everybody. Fade to black. Fade to black, man. <laughs> We're coming to the thing. Oh, and there's clapping. Thanks, Jen. I was, listening, to bits and I was listening, and as then as I just kind of stopped caring for Sometimes a moment there. Was, and, uh, well, you know, I was trying to do things. And then yeah, he was just trying to work. You know, he's just Every working. time I would get somewhere to do something, Dalton would text me and tell me to do something else. <laughs> That's not